Island podcast, where we have read aloud episodes, in-character monologues, and author commentary from The Little Island and The Hungry Dog, an illustrated kids' novel being published in serial installments on Substack. In this podcast, I read aloud the first three installments of The Little Island and The Hungry Dog. A Disturbance in the Ecosystem Well, call me Baldy, the little white bird said to himself as he hopped forward cautiously. His beady, coal-black eyes were fixed on the sopping, hairy creature panting beneath the coconut tree. I've never seen your kind in a place like this, the bird said to the intruder. Did you fall off a kayak? Take a dive off a schooner without your swimmies? The wet canine wagged his tail, slung his bubblegum tongue across the tip of his nose, and let drop a long, crystalline strand of drool that shone momentarily in the afternoon sunshine. The bird was about to speak again, something snarky, no doubt, when the dog, by now it was clear what sort of creature it was, bounded forward. Here we go, muttered the bird to himself, before taking another hop, wings spread, and letting a timely gust of wind lift him just above the nose of the breathless canine. Sand Dunes, Sea Oats, and Old St. Francis I could have eaten the bird for dinner, really. You don't believe me, do you? You think I'm just one of those pampered, domesticated dogs who can only catch a rubber ball. Well, you're wrong there. I've, I've, caught, I've caught a lot of things. For example, I swallowed a bumblebee once. And just last month, I ate, like, a whole ant colony that was crawling over a half-eaten sandwich. Ants are really fast, you know. Squirrels? Well, no, I haven't caught a squirrel before, but I've come super, super close. In fact, I would have grabbed him, but I suddenly smelled a half-eaten bag of potato chips near the tree. Sour cream and onion flavor, my favorite. Well, after barbecue and jalapeno. Mice, you ask? I could easily catch mice, but I let old St. Francis, my master's cat, take care of those cute little things. A big gust of wind whips across the little island, and Marco pauses to stick his nose in the air. No scent of my master, sniffing. Or old St. Francis, that useless fur, more sniffing. Or my food bowl. Marco gives his body a violent shake and clears his nostrils to refocus on the smells around him. Food. I've got to find something to eat. Something. Anything. Well, not anything exactly. The sand, for example, is not of my liking. Too gritty. I took a few bites out of that dune over there. Yuck. Now, those sea oats, those look somewhat edible. Maybe? Marco's Rumbly Tummy If you've never tried sea oats, I I don't recommend them, even if they're the only thing on the menu, as they appear to be on this little island in the Gulf. Soon after scarfing down a salad of those salty green and brown stalks, I felt sick to my stomach. It felt like two live mice were staging a fierce foot race inside my belly. They were pulling at each other's tails, tripping and rolling over one another. I don't know which of them ended up winning, but around the time when they finally called it quits, the sea oats came back up and out looking like a tangled mass of sticky seaweed. Did that gross you out? My sincere apologies. I always forget that humans find... Marco is searching his exceptionally well-educated canine mind for the right word. Throw up unpalatable. The fine sheet of water that was sliding up and down the edge of the shoreline eventually dragged my undigested meal back out into the gulf. But my hunger was still with me, like an unwelcome stranger. I climbed back up the shore and sank down 
on the swaying shadow of the coconut tree's branches. I rested my head on the ground, using my front paws as pillows. My heavy breathing shifted tiny grains of hot sand. This was about the coolest spot on the island, though it was a far cry from the vent in my master's home that always blew crisp, cold air on hot summer days. Poor master, I thought. She is no doubt worried sick about me. And old St. Francis, perhaps she will say a prayer for me when master takes her to mass. For a cat and a dog, we always got along pretty well. I thought back to when I had stomach aches in the past. My master always made me go without food for 24 hours, except for maybe some rice. Then all was better. The good news, I would be able to self-treat my condition. The bad news, after 24 hours, there would be no round pebbles of crumbly kibble to eat. Hunger, that unwelcome guest, would only become more unruly. But just as I was falling into a hot, sandy pit of despair with broken seashells, I saw the shadow of a flying bird and heard a quiet rustling in the tree branches overhead. (laughs) 